What's up, everybody? Um, it's I'm your host, Jacob Burchan, here with uh, Sholo Maria Duena. And we just had so much to say last week that, you know, we wanted to continue the conversation. And so we actually have a part two. First ever part two. We might do it more. Who knows? But yeah, check out this part two. Thank you so much. First, I want to hear about your experience. You know, I, I remember meeting both of you. Griffin, I've known you for a, I've longer even than I've known Jacob, but... Um, <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah I met, I met Griffin before. I met Griffin season one way before, or not way before, but yeah, before, like I met, <laughs> before I met Jacob. Um, and Una, um, I met you your first day on set as well. Right. Now, tell me a little bit about how you got introduced to the project and what the feeling was because as as far as i understand una you the was the desire to act always there and griffin was it always something that was uh, at the forefront of your mind and is it the still is it after having had this experience working on this show for a year or two or, or a bit more than that griffin is it do you still have the same notions or your are your pursuits still in this industry? Do you think like, oh, I, I really love acting. Maybe I want to try this. Maybe I want to try this. But first, tell us about the process of getting onto the show. Okay. Well, I think we've had very different experiences because right. I was 11 and I didn't know what the show was. <laughs> and you were 14? 14. 14. And it was a pretty popular show at the time. Yeah. I just finished like binging it with mm. my family. We watched Coincidentally? The Karate Kid. Yeah. We watched okay. The Karate Kid, and then, like, right after we finished it, we started the first episode of Cobra Kai, and my brother was like, oh, my gosh, that guy, Johnny, he looks just like the guy from the movie. <laughs> nice. Mom, this is, is this an older brother or a younger brother? This is an older brother. Okay, okay. <laughs> and my mom was like, that is the guy from the movie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we were hooked. We we binged the entire thing as a family, and then I was re-watching it for the second time, um, when I got the audition and I think I got it on like a Friday. I practiced it for like 10 hours. Okay. Um, well, I'm pretty sure oh. my mom had to like stop and drink a martini. Afterwards. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was a long process. Oh, she reads with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. She does all my auditions with me. So thanks mom. Um, shout yeah. out to mom. And then, and then, um, on Monday we sent it in Tuesday. I was pinned and Wednesday, uh, we heard back. Okay. Whoa. Now Wednesday was you booked it. Yeah. Damn. And then when yeah. did you fly out? Oh, um, and how soon after that? You know what? There was like a couple weeks where we just didn't hear anything back, and we're like, hmm, Oh shoot, they're this? ghosting us. Yeah, I was like, Did this really happen? And then Sholo, you followed me on Instagram, and I was like, Oh my gosh, what the heck? Oh, I started really freaking is. out. I was like, Is this real? Yeah, I remember. I remember Una came up to me and she was like, Hey. It's really awesome that you followed, but this is my personal account. Can you, <laughs> can you follow like the one that's public? To, oh to my everyone? god! I, was like, oh, okay. so I know. I was like, oh shoot, because I kept getting like, I heart Sholo, I heart Miguel. Like, this is this follow is, request. I don't want anyone to see these. Now, are you nervous going into your first day of filming? It, or is is this uh, what has been your experience with acting prior to this? Um, I just did like local theater and mm -hmm. stuff. So <laughs> like a few commercials and, um, yeah, local theater acting classes. Um, but I was super nervous. I remember I was shaking and. How do you get over those nerves? Oh, dude, 
but I didn't. Like, I, was I just, just like, I don't know. I just read the lines. And- yeah, yeah. No, I remember. Like, I forget. I forgot like a, a line while we were doing the run, the read through. Okay. And I remember there was a moment where everyone was like, "Oh shoot!" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." She just went into the corner. And was like, oh, <laughs> "Why are you hitting your head into the wall?" Okay. Yeah. So yeah, but you guys were so chill that day. It was so nice. Like you were just so welcoming. Though. I do have a very serious question though. Before you booked the show and you met everyone, mm-hmm. who was your favorite character? Oh, gosh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this. Really? Yeah, you can, you can, yeah, you can say whoever it is. We, don't, um, we, we hold no boundaries on this show. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, It was probably, I think it, well, it was Johnny mm-hmm. and then you guys. But like in what order? Yeah. Um... I, I like you guys as a as a trio. <laughs> Griffin wasn't even on the run. Oh wait, yeah, I did Jacob um, show. Griffin, I was part of that. Griffin no. was most definitely my least favorite. Okay, yeah, <laughs> me too. I got that You're vibe. like, oh man, he was fat and annoying. <laughs> Dude, oh my gosh. Dude, trust me, this is all I got season one. <laughs> That's Aww. so funny. Okay, and Griffin. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? No, I'm telling you. No, not. <laughs> not who's your favorite character? <laughs> Tell us about. Getting on to, because you did have a bit of experience working in front of the camera prior mm-hmm. to Cobra Kai. Was getting onto the set, was it very specifically a different feeling than, than prior projects? Or did you feel like, oh, okay, maybe this is different? Was there maybe more weight to this? Yeah, I mean, I was 11 years old. And I don't, this has been my first year of acting. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't in like the whole, like, I, I didn't know if I, how long I wanted to do this. I was just doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um because I thought it was cool. <laughs> um, but I remember it was actually a pretty similar audition process. I got the audition. I was like, it's something called Cobra Cat. I was like, what is that? And then um, I filmed it. And then I just think I, yeah, same thing. Pinned and then booked it. Yeah. And I remember like my mom picked me up from like sixth grade being like, we got to go to Atlanta. Oh, because I booked it as an Atlanta local hire. Oh, because I used no to way. live in North Carolina. Oh, okay. so you um, could, but I was living in back in another place at the time, uh, <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Just bouncing back from um, North Carolina to Kentucky, <laughs> like the good little Southern boy you are. <laughs> oh God, maybe not Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Jim, can we fix another K yeah, or C? Uh, I was gonna say Maine, um, Columbia. You grew up in Columbia. I right? grew up in Columbia. Oh, um, Columbia. And uh, what was his name? Oh uh, yeah. And so <laughs> I got that. I mean, I worked on something like some cool things, but I was super nervous. I remember. I met Ralph and Mary first. Um, did you know who Ralph was? I did. Well, because I'd seen the movies. I had already. Oh, seen, you did. I definitely seen the first one because I was big into like movies. And stuff. I had seen okay. that and like Jaws and stuff a yeah. while. Did you before. always call him Ralph, or did you ever call no. him Mr. Machio? Um, I never really called anyone Mister <laughs> or Mrs. <laughs> really, I love that. Really? Well, because I just so never awesome. got it. I never got you know unless it was like a teacher, but like just yeah. meeting someone. I it wasn't like, hey, a, Ralph, how you doing, well, buddy? Also, <laughs> it, Eleven year old kid. It's more of like a. In New England, you kind of just call everybody their name. I will also say, I think that's more common in this industry for for younger kids to call people by their first name. That that happens. Really? I I find it less common in this industry. Oh, really? Or at least all the other people I know go like, Mr. I mean, I did that because my parents... Yo, yeah, this, right. I just get, I just go, yo, what's up, Ralph? Yo, you guys are both Italian. You go, hey. Well, yeah, I mean, I, just, I think yeah. I just never, like, um, I don't know. I mean, I think I called, I like, for season one, I probably did. You know, it was probably, I was You probably, didn't call him dad? No, I didn't. I was probably, like, just, I, I was very, You didn't like, go up to Ralph Macchio and say, there's something behind your ear. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say You're it. You're right. I've done that, damn it. You know what, Let actually? Let me take you out to dinner, Ralph. That's who you should try that out on, is Ralph. 
Billy mm-hmm. and Marty. Oh, right. Yeah. And try then we can get Marty. you a little we can get you an Apple box and you can try it on Thomas. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, I'll try oh it gosh. on the street. <laughs> I remember they had to they had to put Dallas and Alicia on an Apple box while filming. Oh, with yeah, Thomas, a massive dude. I, you oh know, gosh, I don't so know who times. they wouldn't have to put on an Apple box yeah. filming with Thomas. Thomas is like six five. Yeah, he plays crazy. silver, and he is abs- He's the sweetest man ever, but he is absolutely yeah. menacing when he's in character. Yes. His, um, he's <laughs> we're old family friends, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he used to play the accordion for my mom's Irish step dancing class back when in, she was like ten. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, my mom was my mom was ten, and he was like about my age, probably. Whoa! Yeah. Your age now? Yeah, sixteen. No, yeah, that's okay. a really crazy way to learn that weird? he plays right. the and accordion. Of course, my mom didn't notice until <laughs> yeah, yeah, my grandma until... came to set. Anyway, but at um, sixteen, he wouldn't have even been in the no. Yeah, it was in, before yeah. his Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Well, no, maybe he was like a little older. I know he was like the actor back in like oh, this okay. small town, but like I don't think he was wow. in the Karate Kid yet. Um, and what was his name? Yeah. So season one, but also like by the end of season one, I mean, I don't know. I kind of you guys probably remember season one better than I do because I, I remember really... you jamming out at the rap party. Oh, dude, I have I, I have like two memories from that night. Okay. Um, I have getting there like the first one there like way earlier than everyone else. <laughs> like always. <laughs> I, have, I have one memory of like dancing with like Mary with all you guys, and that's yeah. it. Then. Throughout the years, it's kind of been weird. I mean, I think these, like, season four and season five was kind of the first ones where I felt more integrated as not, like, just the kid. The kid, yeah. yeah. You know? Um, that makes sense. Like, I, I didn't really get to know you guys with that well till these last couple. Um, and so that's been really great. And then fan reception has changed a lot, too. People used to really hate me. <laughs> well, yeah, your character was pretty annoying. It was pretty bad. <laughs> like... I was like 11 years old and, <laughs> and I was like, getting cyber hardcore. Oh my God. Until season four. Really? Dude. Yeah. I was 11 years old and I would get, because people were like, didn't like that I wasn't like into karate and they didn't like that the karate gets so. I had Daniel LaRusso teaching you. I would kill for that opportunity. No, I yeah. had grown men, like, because they didn't like that, like, the karate kid son was like this little, like, chubby nerd. <laughs> and they hated that, man. It was, it was terrible. Um, what did you like, always want? You always wanted waffles or what was it? I used to say pancakes. Oh, the, it was every scene I would have like a food or something. <laughs> the show wasn't trying to hide it, man. I mean, I was like, I was just ignoring it as a kid. But That's every scene so I was like. Funny. Now, are you conscious of these things while you're filming? Or are you like, or is this something that in the moment goes right over your head? And then later you're like, oh, maybe like these were definitely. Yeah, did you walk in and you're like, oh, interesting. I'm eating again in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> like it was- um, I think. Well, one, it just, like, I mean, you guys kind of grew up in this industry, too. I think it kind of teaches you to have tough, you know, skin, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, you yeah. get, you have to face every insecurity and every rejection rejection, and, and, yeah. and everything wrong about you. You have to, like, be able to, like, address it. Um, and I think that, like, season one, it was fine. I didn't really care as much, you know? I was still, like, cute, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people were like, oh, look at you. You're so cute. You were 11. You know? Yeah, I was yeah. 11 years old. Like, it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, weird to be a mm-hmm. 11-year-old that ate food all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, like, season one, I didn't really notice. Then I was, like, season two, I was, like, wow, I'm drinking butter in this scene. Like, that's <laughs> I don't even remember that. You don't remember the butter? No, I don't remember that either. Yes. There was a scene. It's, like, oh my gosh, Amanda and Sam are right there. And, <laughs> yeah. was, and like, Amanda goes, Anthony, stop drinking the butter. And I'm, like, <laughs> like 11 years old. I'm, like, wait a minute. Why doesn't wait everyone else have to drink the butter? <laughs> And then, like, I got the most <laughs> terrible, like, stuff on Instagram about me. Oh. 
and then because of like, this butter, butter drinking bitch. No, just about like they were like just the worst things, you know. And then I think later, like season two, well, then in like season three, like I had gotten a lot taller and I'd lost a lot of weight, and yeah. I was expecting to come back, and then it would be gave, different. And then they gave me a popsicle <laughs> for one of my seats. Um, so it wasn't until like season four until I really felt like you I stopped was kind eating. Of, yeah, when yeah. I stopped eating in every <laughs> entirely, season. Yeah, yeah. and I think like. It depends, because it's like it's one of those things. Like I could have come out a lot worse from all of that, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas I think it's kind of not that it should happen to everybody. I can't but believe I think that, that like, they had you drink butter. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that like now I'm like there are certain good traits or things I can do now that I think I wouldn't have been able to do if I didn't have to face those things so young. Okay, that's a but good... also like most people like it might not work out that way. you know yeah, like it could have yeah, been that's like a good point. Like there was like I was like season three was kind of when I was like I don't know if I want to do this that much longer. Oh right wow! Now. And yeah. now I mean fast forward to right before this podcast, you're saying there's without a doubt this is what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So yeah, so like it's a very up and down. Just way wait, to grow up. You know? No, yeah, totally. Do you think one more experience like this and you're like, all right, I'm done? Or do you think no, now no, I think will I, now I can it. do it. You know, mm-hmm. like if they wanted me to like, eat a like bunch I already of... drank the butter. Like, exactly. You can't get no, much no, worse no, that's the yeah. thing is yeah. now I feel like I like. Taking or like embarrassing, you know how like yeah. acting is like embarrassing yourself. I couldn't yeah. do that before. I feel like I can do that better now because I got humiliated, you yeah. know. And also, like it wasn't like the that I was in middle school, you know. Kids were already right. awful. Yeah, and then I had that. I guess wow, at such a young age, it's a really interesting um, perspective to have growing up. I've heard this this sentiment that you're saying from honestly a lot of kids who hmm. grew up pretty chubby. Yeah. Not that like. Not no, to yeah, say anything I mean, was, left no, or right, yeah. but I find that with kids in television, I saw it recently with um, the kid who played Gibby in iCarly, mm-hmm. oh, saying yeah. like always no. being a or Jonah Hill in Superbad, like being the butt of the joke, specifically for your weight. Yeah. At the beginning, sometimes it's like oh, okay, funny, yeah, mm-hmm. but when it's like every joke for Gibby right. is yeah. taking his shirt off or yeah. this, this, and that, that's when it's kind of like uh, well, I'm more to this than. Wait, or yeah. insert, you know, Well, because then it became like every audition I got was like that. And then I thought, oh, well, there's nothing in this industry for me than just being the funny best friend, you know? Or it's like got people like that just can't have real, you know what I mean? Yeah. People like yeah, what? <laughs> like, no, with the, with the, the message I was being just, sent at I'm that just, age I'm is the message I was being sent at that age was that if you look like that, you can't have a main role, you know, you can't be like. And now look at Chef John Favreau. Oh my God, that yeah. was a horrible segue. Okay, we'll be right back. Yeah, speaking of tubby people, John Favreau. Look at him. Look at his own. He's doing a marvel and shit. Oh my God. Here's our existential question of the week Do we have free will? Oh, Lord. (laughs) I'm a. Hard yes on this one. You're a hard yes yeah. on this one. Well, because then it gets into the question of like, because some people believe that like there's like a plan predestination. You know, like there's like yeah. a, it's like a religious aspect, but also <laughs> religious aspect, but also some people would like have that like spiritual belief that like everything's meant to happen. Uh, I'm know. not asking about <laughs> everyone, Griffin. No, no, that's the thing is that I'm like pretty like uh, again, it's like to each his own. You know, like believe whatever you want, but I'm like really like. No, like you could do like if I throw this phone at you, it's like I chose to do that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Jesus, I remember reading that. <laughs> yeah, in the and it's like in the future. You ever hear the um, I think it was some 
Oh, yeah, it was Albert Einstein. Yeah, he was the one. He, he came up with this idea that, like, essentially, if the world, you know how, like, space is expanding, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, but everything's getting pulled apart, like, slightly. Okay. And his idea is that if it happens to a certain point, eventually it's going to expand so much that it just collapses and comes back together, right? Mm-hmm. And he has this idea that if it keeps going back forever, time would then go back. And then once you get back to a certain point in time, you can only go forward, which would just be the Big Bang again. So that theory implies that this is just, like, a loop. A loop. In which case, technically, you wouldn't have free will. Yeah. But in... Whoa, this, so yeah. I get another shot at this? That's awesome. No, no, no you don't get another shot at this. It the exact same way. Well, That's, if it's a time loop. <laughs> you're right. Tomorrow. <laughs> how would you know? Oh, my God. The entire world yeah. is just Groundhog's Day. Exactly. So, like, that's a theory that I guess would say, you know. What do you think, Una? Do you think you have free will? I don't think yeah. you have free will. You don't think so? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have free will. I do. <laughs> Only me. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely do think you have free will. Um, I think, like Griffin said. You, do what you want, man. Can, that yeah. happens or it doesn't. I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about this, though. I think this, it was my dad's birthday this early August, and I walk into the house, and my dad, my brother, and my mom are having a debate about (laughs) predestination and free will. They they will sometimes have, like, these religious uh, um, debates, Mm -hmm. and they're way more well-versed to speak on biblical matters than I am, Mm -hmm. my brother, my dad, and my mom. Um... And my brother, if I remember correctly, was, like, slightly on the side of predestination, I think. Or he was believing, like, some sort of split version of it, where it's, like, some things are... Predestination, for everyone who is not familiar, is the idea that God has laid out your whole life and that from the second you are born, he has designed your whole life and, and, and knows everything that's to happen. From, from my understanding of that, and this could totally be wrong, is that God knows what is going to happen. But he has no influence over it. Yeah, it's not like he... He can see the future, but he's not... Yeah, you still have free will. Your life was, you know, you were created to do X. Mm -hmm. And... Well, this is why Eve ate the apple, right? Because she had free will. Yeah, she had free will. Like, everyone has free will to do what they want. And then I think it offshoots off of that. Like, I don't... I honestly... This could totally be true. I haven't personally met anybody who is Christian or who's told me this, that they're like, oh, no, no, no. Like, yes, we have free will, but God has made all the decisions for mm-hmm. me. Like, I'm I'm going to go get in a car crash on Monday. And, right. Like, that's God's plan. Like, da-da-da. Where, yeah, I don't know. I, think, I just think this is really tricky because I think a lot of that sentiment gets put in when, you know, someone dies or there's, you know. When uh, bad tragedy. Happen. Yeah, it's right. like, well, you know, right. like. It is part of God's plan. Like there's, an, yeah. you know, there's things over the horizon. Like this is a test for you. And like da da da. I think that's when that gets thrown around a lot. But from my base, like understanding of how I was, you know, raised Christian, is that you do have free will. Mm-hmm. And and I I genuinely believe that I have free will. You know, I mean, I choose to be a fucking G every single every day that single I'm here. Day. Right, oh, right. Give me some. Give me some. There we go. Monica knows. Monica knows. Monica knows. What about you, Shola? So I was like, no, I'm a robot. I mean, I'm a little <laughs> iffy on the on this on the subject. I think So we kind of got all I can understand why I, I think I understand why people who are devout mm-hmm. feel uh like a strong affiliation towards the idea of free will. I think it's a little hairy 
um, for a few reasons. I think one, the situations in which you are born into this world, in my in the way that I believe it. I actually was talking to my mom about this, and she totally comes from it from a different direction, so it doesn't apply. But you, A, cannot choose your biological makeup, right? Mm-hmm. The people of who which are your parents, the yeah. people you're born to. Right. You can't choose the areas that you grow up in or how you decide to learn mm-hmm. certain, you know, every everything at yeah. that age. You can't choose it, right? Mm-hmm. Every decision that you will make for the rest of your life are all based on those years. So you're basically saying, like, how much does nature versus nurture play into mm-hmm. the deciding factors of free will? The Yeah, all of your your cognitive skills, all of the things happening in your brain, all develop there. And and as far as the the science shows, your brain actually makes decisions a lot quicker than even you as as Jacob or Sholo or Una or Griffin think you've made the decision. Mm-hmm. So if I if I have, you know, a Snickers bar, a Milky Way and uh uh whatever, uh almond joy. Just seeing them just seeing them, yeah. your brain has made a decision, you know, if you are tied up to whatever, but you saying, I'm going to choose this, your brain has already made the decision. Mm-hmm. And you're not necessarily saying, I, I mean, I, does this make sense? Does this? Yeah, I, yeah I, I guess that's true. But, I, but is that still you making the decision <sighs> if your brain is doing it? Because your brain is reacting on instinct. Your brain is reacting right. on, on, you know, experiences, well, on it, these things. It, yeah, but your brain is, it's acting on mostly, I feel like, learned things. Like, not just things from nature. Like, if you think about, like, who you are as a person, you're probably, you know, maybe 20, 30% nature. Meaning, like, the things that were out of your control, mm-hmm. right? And then... You know, then there's nurture where it's like how you've been raised and how you grew up. And that's more where like free will, I think, comes into play. Now, kind of back to what Griffin was saying about this time thing, because... Or the time loop. Yeah, that one's really because this right? time yeah. loop, is the, the way that he's saying it, uh, to, to further elaborate, in the, the, th- the thought that time is, you know, relative mm-hmm. means that somewhere on this planet, somewhere on this universe, there are... Um, the events that we're living through today have already happened. Yeah. Right. So therefore, in those places, we've already lived our whole lives and done everything, and therefore we are just following a path. Right. Well, because doesn't the idea of free will kind of just make you sad a bit? Because that's what it does to me. It's like, oh, well, then nothing I do matters because all this was just planned by some. Not well, nothing know, matters, this, but this is the question. Well, I mean, you're now not you're the, getting into nihilism. Is like you know. Nothing matters. Like, well, no, why does like, it matter that nothing matters? Well, because that's scheme, the argument of it. The universe, nothing matters. Well, <laughs> like here, like right now, if this was planned by some, you know, higher divine power, being, jerk in yeah. the sky or some whatever, you know, whatever you want to think, then why am I? You know, like then I'm not. Am I even why really alive yeah. if I'm just like this plan? For well, here's else? the thing. Like, I guess if you're in this time loop, right, and yeah. you have free will, and you feel like you're making your choices or whatever, but you feel like you're in this path or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you make the same decision every single time or no? Yeah. 
You think you yeah, would I mean, make the same? Well, like, I, again, like this is just a theory that someone that someone proposed because they thought the no, 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 no. But I'm asking it. you, like, if yeah. you were born in the exact same circumstances that happened, do you think you would be sitting here right now today? Like, you think you would have made all the same choices? Yeah. Because what would have told me not to? Right. I wouldn't be if like, oh, remember all, that time? That, like, I couldn't be like. It would. It would be all. You're saying if you had all the same experiences, mm-hmm. would you be in the same place? Yeah. 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 I, don't I, think know, so. I don't know if I would be. You think like, but then like, what would in, like say like what? one time what you decided not to be an actor and to be a you know uh, a stripper or something? I think right? there's <laughs> so many. I you're think saying like that the stepping on the ant analogy, where it's like if you st- if you go back in time and step yeah, on an ant, effect. your whole life will well, be. Different. Yeah, yeah. I think the butterfly effect. One, I think a lot of decisions I made through growing up were super emotional and could completely change on a whim mm. depending on like the day. Yeah, but then but what's your emotions, that? but your emotions are are you as well. Those are you yeah, making those are the decisions. Chemical, chemical and those, responses those are, in your head. Like those are. I guess you were my- you are. Scientifically destined to make that decision because of the way the that chemical you are wired. makeup. I guess. Right. I don't know. I guess just thinking about when I was younger and a lot of decisions I made is a very very thin line of. Am I gonna be irrational and yeah. super emotional, or am I gonna go about this the right way? And it did not take much to tick on one right. side or the I guess other. It's like so, I'm like I genuinely, me personally, I feel like I honestly don't really know. A breeze could hit me and be like, you know what? I don't need to be mad. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're. I mean, you the know, like, theory itself states that everything would just happen the exact same way. But if it is something small, I mean, I guess one thing could. Just, I get, but then it's like, I don't know, because I guess the the way theory is going is that we've had this conversation trillions of times, and we will have it for infinity. You know, which is pretty trippy. But also, dang, bro, like, and in one of those, you did the magic coin thing behind my ear. I'm telling you, it's yeah. different somehow. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> How about I do the magic coin? Oh my you, god! And this is it. This is the one out of the. If trillion. We change the timeline. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So free whale is poopy butt. That's what I say. <laughs> and we'll be right back to the Lone Lobos podcast. All right. Before we wrap up, do you guys have any questions for us? Is there anything um, that you guys, anything you guys want to shout out? Anybody? Anything that you want to talk about? Yeah, do you want to ask anything to my divine wisdom? I mean, like, is it hard um, working with someone as good-looking as me? Like, does it make you either, like... Super uncomfortable. We And, well, no, like, uncomfortable or, like, just incompetent, emasculated. Like, all these words Well, work. they put you... They put... They gathered you with the other incompetent, emasculating people. Mm. That's why you never really worked with us. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was just always wondering, because I... Um, was really nervous about you guys when I was coming back for season five. Okay. You're like, I wonder how they're going to do. I was just like, I hope they're okay. I know oh, they're really insecure. No, we heard you know? your album and we were like, we're pretty sure he's fine. It's kind of a bigger one, but okay. how was it? Because you guys both grew up here. Mm-hmm. Um, how was it like going to school? Um, we're, you know, being an actor and going to school. Did you, do you think that, I don't know, what was your experience with that? I love that question. Um, here's what I think. I think there's a really big uh, stigma or a really big, um, there's not a lot of experience that other kids your age, at that point at least, Jacob started acting before I did. He was younger in his age um, than I was. And we had two different experiences in that Jacob was acting primarily on shows that his, his peers would have watched, whereas most of the things that I did up until Cobra Kai were shows for adults 
I think by sheer nature, kids are really like Griffin was talking about earlier, especially in middle school, the years that I really was acting the most at that time. Sucky. They're really brutal. Yeah. They they don't understand it. And because of that, it comes off as like, you're a this or you're a that. And I think it wasn't really until I started doing Cobra Kai that me acting was seen as like a cool thing. Mm. Oh, um, it was seen as like a, it seems like a gay thing before that. That was like the word I'd say that was most commonly attributed um, for no other reason than just like, you don't really understand yeah. like yeah, why, like why this is happening or, or what have you. Um, but it never really wavered my, I, I, I never really cared. I, I, I think I was lucky enough to, that my family or my friends didn't really, they never pressured me to do it. So I, I held no resentment towards doing it to doing it. Mm. I, I was at, I chose right. I, because of my free will. I chose <laughs> to be an actor In the and therefore it was it, like, I was so happy doing it that I really wasn't, it didn't really affect me as much. Um, but Jacob, what's your, what's been your experience with, with, um, did you find it hard? Did Almost you find it- everyone thought I was gay growing up. No, but oh, I mean about acting. That's just in general. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in general, yes. Everyone <laughs> thought I was gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, why do you think that is? I think acting was viewed as a very because well, it's not like gay thing back then. I guess. Right? Yeah, like, it's yeah, not like being into. Some no, but I did. People just don't understand. Okay, well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was also um, for some reason people just automatically assume that, like, I think I'm better than Mm. other people. Like, I encountered that a lot. There was a lot of people that, even through high school, that I would meet who I'd, like, knew of but never really interacted with, and I would meet and hang out with them. They'd be like, oh, shit, like, I thought thought you were a total asshole. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. You're an actor, and you're on TV, I guess. And I was like, okay, like. Yeah. Because people don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just think people the, just come in know. with preconceived notions, and that was definitely the biggest thing that I was really shocked about. I was like, "Oh, dang!" Like people will not like me or have like a negative viewpoint of me before even really talking to me. Um, that was something that was that I didn't like. That that. that what about you, Una? I mean, you've kind of you've, yeah. Do you experience that at all? Do you like have had friends that? before? I guess like before this Cobra Kai thing and have friends after this what do you think is the the reaction or what do you find is the uh i don't know i mean i I was kind of surprised that they were i mean kids treated you that way in la Mm -hmm. because it to me not being from la it's like completely alien to everyone so i was surprised that it was a similar experience for you guys um it's just i mean there's still people who think i'm still filming like season four because okay. they just don't even know how, oh, how, how like yeah, how it works great, at yeah. all um so i mean they're like oh you you're back you're here you're <laughs> back in town and i'm like oh yeah it, it, we were we were out for like two weeks or <laughs> filming and they're like oh i thought it took like years to film and i was like oh you know no i'm here <laughs> <laughs> and i've been doing like online school so yeah. people don't really know whether mm. I'm, you know, in town or not. Um, but anyways, it's 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 kind of weird. Uh, I I haven't been to in-person school since mm. either of the seasons came out and since this is, you know, my first thing. The, Has that been a weird adjustment? Uh, yeah, I mean, 
it's I feel like I haven't really interacted with other kids <laughs> much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've just I've just seen my friends who are awesome and um, don't really care. Shout them out, dog. Yeah, you got your swim um, team. Shout right? out to the swim team. Um, shout out to all my school friends. They're the best. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's Griffin's that's one right. friend. Um, yeah, they've all been awesome. They I they don't really care that I act. Yeah. Um, they really just want to know if Peyton List will marry them. Oh, so, oh snap. The, answer the answer is, is fuck no. Uh, oh, right. damn. Whoa, 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 whoa. The answer is maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Well, thank you guys. For, you, is there anyone Die. you want to shout out, Griffin? Um, At least three people will listen to this. Okay. <laughs> we got a listener um, in Cairo. Uh, Michelle Obama. What? Um, She's definitely not listening to I'm this. I'm a big fan. She doesn't listen to your podcast? No. Uh, the Queen of... Mm, not the Queen oh. of England. Um, <laughs> maybe yesterday. Uh, and... Uh, I don't know. John C. Riley. Okay. Oh, he actually lives around here. Yeah. Maybe he listens. It's a fan. Okay. Oh, dang. Well, look. Thank you, our love professor and love giver, uh, distributor. Distributor. You're so stupid. Distributor. <laughs> um, for being on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for being our guest. We hope yeah, to have yeah. you guys on soon. And uh, I can a- I can definitely say you two are very salubrious. Oh. Mm. No. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, no, no. You were very... Yeah. They're not salubrious. No, you're more than salubrious, darlings. Yeah. Just more than salubrious. Can I have good answers? Because I've had a, a vibrator anal beat up my mind this whole time <laughs> giving me answers. <laughs> so, you. so this has been really good. Uh, They're like, say the time loop thing. Yeah. <laughs> Einstein. You're like, it was <laughs> Albert Einstein. Einstein yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Check out the Reddit. Check out the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, follow Una and Griffin on their social media platforms. I don't know if you guys want to. I'm at, at POTUS on Instagram. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. POTUS. <laughs> you guys have a shared joint account. A shared, yeah. Yeah. A shared yeah. joint, joint POTUS share. Instagram we, we account. Do. I love that. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll add them in at the end. Yeah, right. See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this part two episode of Lone Globos Podcast. You can find us on Reddit, on Lone Globos Reddit, and Instagram at Lone Lobos Instagram. Thank you so much. Um, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Ah, uh, yes, this is your host, Jacob Scott's Homeless Merchant. And you're my new Signing off. Lone Lobos Podcast is brought to you by Lone Lobos Studios, Michael Tura Podcast Network, and iHeartMedia. The podcast is produced by Jaime Roque and Noah Fan with coordination from Monica Tamayo. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button. Bye-bye.